0: This is Unsocial Spectators with Clay Harrison and Mark Ramsey. And uh,
1: you can find us at UnsocialSpectators.com and also at UnSpectators on Twitter. Welcome to episode 36 of Unsocial Spectators. Hey now. Hey now. How's it going, man? Oh, doing pretty good. Uh, uh, sorry, we had to go early. I'm having my vaccine with the new, the new booster, the Omicron booster.
0: Oh, Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. We were talking about getting that done, uh, some, at some point I gotta, I gotta get around to it. Uh,
1: yeah. So, uh, they, they just do it at Walgreens, you know, and it's free if you don't have insurance. So okay cool yeah. yeah yeah so that's good okay uh the uh this week we're gonna talk about movies uh from 1991
0: yes what did you watch
1: so i watched uh a movie i actually i mean i think it only made a hundred thousand dollars in the theater <laughs> uh but i actually saw it the inwood with my father uh Shakes the Clown.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, just it says it, it made a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh one of my favorite movies, it just uh you know, um uh, Martin Scorsese uh Uh, said it was the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies
0: (laughs) that's the best quote ever (laughs) yeah Uh,
1: so uh, I mean Bobcat's first directed film he's gone on to direct a lot of great films Yeah. and um, just so funny so many people are in this film you know yeah. Uh, Gulfway, uh Julie Brown, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. You might want to
0: say White Julie Brown.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, not, <laughs> not the MTV I, BJ. I didn't say Downtown Julie Brown. Oh, yes. Uh, and w- Kathy Griffin is in it. Oh, really?
0: I'd forgotten about that.
1: Adam Sandler is in it. Robin Williams is in it
0: this is yeah it i haven't seen it in a long time i just the most memorable scene for me is him making out with florence henderson uh yeah and that's <laughs> at the beginning of the
1: movie it really sets a tone um <laughs> but the best line of the film uh what do you think it is
0: oh shit i
1: don't so, they're looking at no. this older clown that's about to retire, and he's, uh has his dog, and these uh, two people at the bar are sitting there, and uh, the lady from uh, Sanford and Son, you know, the...
0: uh, the, uh aunt. Yeah,
1: the aunt? Yeah, that. She looks at the screen and says... Yeah, when when they turn off the TV, he's gonna fuck that little dog, <laughs> and and then uh, later on, uh, the guy next to him is is saying, uh, you know, uh, weathermen get a lot of pussy, and she says, <laughs> they they don't get the kind of pussy I have. The mine is. Uh, uh brown uh what is it? Um uh, uh brown, smooth and easy to spread. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be the best
0: line in all of cinema. In all of cinema. That yeah. I guess that's why it gets the uh the Citizen Kane award. From, oh yeah. Uh, Scorsese.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I mean, it's a great, just funny movie. They have mime bashing. Uh, uh, they have rodeo clowns. Don't like the party clowns and the party clowns don't like the mimes. And
0: they, <laughs> they try to bash them. So it's just a real, uh, a separation of yeah, clowns.
1: Just, just totally fun, you know, fun film. So what did you uh, want to talk about?
0: I I watched three movies from nineteen ninety one, but since you said clown bashing or, uh-huh. or mime bashing, I'm going to go with the movie that had mime bashing as well. Oh, which which was Suburban Commando starring uh, <laughs> you, the Hulk.
1: You watch that on purpose.
0: Yes, because it was one of Shelby's favorite films growing up. Wow. They had they had this on, I believe, Betamax, because she said she was a Betamax family. And yeah, so me too. And so just watched it over and over again, you know, and it, it it actually holds up. It's not too bad, but yeah, he does beat the crap out of a mime. Uh, Christopher Lloyd is uh, married to Shelley Duvall in this weird uh, multiverse. Shelly Duvall just plays this this wife that's just so you know, I want to say beneath her, but I it's just so sad to watch her in this movie just going along with the ridiculousness of uh, this alien that has come to rent out a room and bring this family closer together.
1: Oh, it's a heartwarming story.
0: <laughs> it is there <laughs> and it's weird because like he's got two kids. And one of the kids, the daughter, like, she has one line in the film, and that's at the very end when they say goodbye to Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Uh,
1: Look, if the Iron Sheik was here, he'd say, fuck the Hulk Hogan.
0: (laughs) Yes, he would. Uh, uh, Interesting uh, movie debut in this film as well. The Undertaker appears (laughs) as a bounty hunter hunting down Hulk Hogan. (laughs) <laughs> I love your shrugs. Because wow. I sit there, i would never seen this. And the, so, like, I'm flipping through, yeah. uh, like, IMDb, uh, Wikipedia, just reading all about this fucking movie. And I was like, the real cool thing that I enjoyed was, at the end, there's, like, a legit alien that shows up to fight Hulk Hogan, who looks cool <laughs> and well-designed. Because before that, all you're seeing are, like, bald men in space. Like, there's, like, this... There's like a clearance level Darth Vader. He's so bad. It's just a dude wearing all black and a cape. And he's just bald. And he has like no screen presence whatsoever. And that, uh, that's the, the big bad.
1: Is he uh, Hulk Hogan bald? Does he have a big mullet? Uh,
0: he doesn't have a party in the back, but he does have like oh, uh, oh, a little uh, bit of
1: business on the side. Uh, I think Hulk Hogan's hair is
0: called a skillet. Is it a skillet? Nothing in the front? Yeah. And just a party in the back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i never heard that. <laughs> but yeah, he just fights... Uh, he fights this alien at the end uh, that looked really cool. And, I, and so I went online and like, oh, they actually made like the old school models. You could buy the model of the alien from Suburban Commando and build it and paint it. <laughs> Why? and i was like that i know i was like that would probably be the saddest kid is saddest kid's christmas but it was the only cool looking thing in the movie like it's it you know it's it's a it's a 90s movie about the suburbs so it has rap music it has reggae music <laughs> it has uh, skateboarding um it's just ridiculous like it just has I mean, it's obviously made for kids, but it's just really silly, and Shelby just loved watching it again, so she was like, uh, when I found, like, they used to have these uh, press packs, so, like, or they were like a, a suburban commando pack that they were trying to get places like Suncoast Video to buy, like, if you buy this many suburban commando vhs you also get t-shirts and like they had all this like merchandise they were throwing at them because suburban commando was going to be the next big thing
1: yeah and uh videotapes were like 90 bucks back then
0: yeah this is like the beginning of like uh or wait a minute this is 91 we don't have blockbuster yet do we Uh, yeah yeah, Blockbuster was 86 yeah yeah that's right okay yeah it just added
1: and Blockbuster was based in Dallas, so there were many
0: Blockbusters there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was cool to find that ad and uh, just to read about this, like, movie. I, I would never watch In a Million Years except for Shelby loved it and just had a blast. <laughs> Look, in, in
1: marriage, sometimes you have to make those uh, sacrifices. <laughs>
0: No, it was actually really fun. It yeah, was't a sacrifice other than other than knowing too much about Hulk Hogan. It's really weird when you start getting into like the history of Hulk Hogan on film to where he is now and just uh, and he raised some terrible kids.
1: Yeah, and uh, speaking of film, he has a sex tape. Yeah.
0: and that's what that's what bothered me is like i know that hulk hogan has a sex tape and that 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 knowledge is in my head
1: yeah so i just want to pull it out be careful when you search hulk hogan films be very careful
0: (laughs) yeah because this is free on youtube like nobody's gonna claim copyright over it the full movie's on there it's so bad but it's like a bad good watch
1: uh yeah i'll pass hard no
0: (laughs) hard no (laughs) uh
1: so what else did i I have watch
0: it was a bruce willis uh, uh year so i watched the last boy scout which i fucking love and i watched hudson hawk which i fucking love and but the last boy scout's way more fun You know, it's just Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's a bro fest of just violence and Holly Berry dancing as a stripper. But uh, yeah, thumbs up for that. Uh, Like this is like her first movie appearance. But this is like the the beginning of the end for for Bruce and Joel Silver, the producer, because he because Bruce is like at his peak. And Joel Silver has been producing the Die Hard movies. And then he came in to make. The last Boy Scout, uh, Black had written the Lethal Weapon movies, Monster Squad, and now had come into this. This was like a huge movie because it was like the biggest selling script at the time for like one point seven five million dollars. Uh, and yeah, then I,
1: have, I haven't seen either movie.
0: Oh really? No. Uh, oh fuck! I saw this in the theater when it came out. Like, but I saw both of them in the theater. Like, obviously, I was a big Bruce Willis fan. And Last Boy Scout just fucking rocks in on the big screen because it's just got explosions and cool Shane Black shit, you know, the cool shit he was doing in Lethal Weapon. He's using in this same film, but it's just a buddy cop, you know, Damon Wayans and Bruce Willis get together to find out why uh, they've killed uh, his girlfriend, Corey, who is played by Halle Berry. And uh, the original script is fucking awesome. It is way darker the villain is Taylor Negron, you know, the pizza guy from, uh, yeah. Fast yeah, of yeah High.
1: He, and he, Yeah. He's he, dead. I think.
0: Yeah. He's dead. Uh, he plays Milo and in the original script, there was all this, it was a dark movie about snuff films and the guy Milo was like the guy making the snuff films. And then they had all these big, Oh, and then, uh, the director, uh, fucking who was the director of, uh, top gun he's the director of this oh Oh, tony scott yeah yeah
1: really's
0: brother yeah so (laughs) you had (laughs) you had he's also dead too um you all you had all these dudes who are at the peak uh career wise and they got together to do this movie and then just pissed on each other trying to remake the movie and wanted it done differently and so they had to change like bruce didn't want the end to be him saving his wife again so they wanted to rewrite the whole thing they wanted to tone it down because they didn't want like snuff films to be a part of it and so they changed it to like gambling and football and crime and all this shit. uh it's just it, you know it it, it could have been what like I, it may be down the original script uh-huh. And like go through it, and I uh, I was impressed. I was like, they, they should have made this movie because this is awesome. Granted, this you know what we got is still pretty cool, uh, but I love Shane Black movies, and this is one of the few that has like very limited uh, Christmas references. Yeah, yeah. because most, most of his movies usually do. Um. So
1: uh, I watched uh, the Osterman Weekend. Oh
0: shit, I hadn't seen that since I was a
1: kid. Yeah, I had uh, I had always wanted to see it because I, a friend of mine he uh, he had the poster on uh, his wall when he was a kid because his his father was a, a tour truck driver and he used to drive for journey. And he, oh, wow. and he drove for like Pat Benatar and Loverboy and all them. And he also drove for movies and he did the, uh, drove the truck for, for one of the, uh, uh to get on location for the Osterman weekend. And it's a Peckinpah film. It yeah. Was, it was really, really good. It had John Hurt and uh, I mean so many Rugger Hauer yeah Rugger Hauer is so good in it
0: uh, but, but that poster is iconic I remember that in the yeah. store all the time yeah yeah
1: with her with the uh, arrow or you know, the crossbow I can't remember but yeah it was a pretty good movie yeah and uh, have you ever seen uh, Cube it's like a, the 90's film Yeah, it's a a horror film.
0: You know what? uh, I think, I want to say I have because I've recognized the poster and shit, but when I look at it, I'm like, maybe I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like uh, uh, before
1: uh, Saw and before uh, Escape Room kind of, you know.
0: Oh, it has uh, that kind of theme too. Yeah, it. pretty interesting.
1: So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And uh, I also I saw one of my favorite films, Hang 'em High. Just oh wow! A great movie, man. Yeah. Just A fantastic western. Um, and uh, also, uh, I saw uh, Existence. David Cronenberg. Oh yeah Yeah, that's... you you had recommended it and I finally uh found it on Hoopla, so I watched that. That's pretty fucked
0: up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: pretty pretty good film. Now now the question
0: time. the question would come now is if you could play that game but it required you to biologically adapt to play that video game, would you?
1: do we get to make out with Jennifer Jason Lee yes oh yes uh, yeah <laughs> totally okay. yeah uh, have uh uh have a super weird uh Willem Dafoe Defoe shoot me in the back with some kind of crazy thing
0: it's actually James Wood shows up with the uh, flesh gun and oh. he shoots you. Yeah, it shoot you in the stomach so you can either take a VCR or input a video game cartridge.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. But yeah, for, for Jennifer <laughs> Jason Leigh, absolutely. Um, and uh, I watched the Peter Jackson classic.
0: Oh boy! Meet the Feebles. Meet the Feebles with the. <laughs> Adult Muppets, I guess you could call them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the Muppet movie on acid?
0: Yeah, because that's a fucked up movie.
1: Yeah, pretty fucked up. He did such great stuff in the early in his career, you know? I mean, he's yeah, that... done great stuff afterwards, but <laughs> the early stuff is so cool, you know? Brain, yeah, cause it's brain out there. damage, oh my God. Uh, I uh, I kick ass for the Lord. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a great movie. Uh, no, I
0: hope that people who discovered Lord of the Rings discovered his filmology and went through it, and then was just like, "What the fuck are these Muppets doing?"
1: Crime Wave. Oh my God, that's good. Uh, uh so uh, what else did you watch?
0: Well, I got to talk about Hudson Hawk in depth because oh. it's just a fucking weird Bruce Willis movie because mm-hmm. it's the movie uh, uh, like I, I told you, like Drew McWeeny wrote about the making of this movie. It's one of my favorite pieces online and because it, it's so batched, no one told Bruce no. So it's like a celebrity film where just everyone around him is like, that sounds good to me. Let's do it. And Bruce. they just fucking do anything he wants in this movie and it's shit. oh he like, gets
1: to play the harmonica
0: yeah 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 that's
1: what I, he sings
0: you, yeah there you go <laughs> i mean he him and danny Iello, he said he wanted to like recreate the road movies films but 22 people die in the movie <laughs> <laughs> they launch like grenades at the end while they're singing side by side. It's just the tone is all over the place. It's so fucked up, but it's so funny because like Richard E. Grant and uh Sandra Bernhardt are the villains in it. And they're like the best fucking thing. Like if they're there, there any to watch it is to watch those two just be insane and over the top in every fucking scene. Uh, but yeah, Hudson Hawks is just a weird movie about a cat burglar that's also maybe a musical and he's trying to fuck a woman who works for the Vatican.
1: Oh, well, is she a nun?
0: <laughs> she used to be.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's all right now. You know, yeah, what? what's you...
0: weird is the original, they originally had, uh, what's her name? Rossellini, Isabella Rossellini to play this part. But uh, they ended up with Andy McDowell. And I was like, Isabella Rossellini. Like, doing this fucking weird Vatican role with Bruce Willis. It just seems so fucked up.
1: Uh, you know what vegetarian priests like to eat? What? None. <laughs>
0: oh, God. <laughs> you had that one on standby. Oh,
1: yeah. That's been in the holster for a while. <laughs>
0: Uh, but I also watched uh i love Shout Factory because it, it put puts real obscure shit on their streaming yeah uh, like they have a channel on uh Pluto and they were running a 10 speed and brown shoe marathon did you ever watch this show? uh yeah uh now uh Shout Factory
1: has an app and you can stream any any of their stuff on there so yeah. you d- you don't have to be lucky on Pluto.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just a uh, uh was one of those that I had caught uh while it was on and and luckily it was like at the beginning. It's a, it only ran a season, but it was from Stephen J Cannell who most Gen Xers know is oh, yeah. making most of making the TV we loved, uh Night Rider, uh A-Team and all that kind of crazy shit. Uh Talking Car. Uh maybe maybe
1: the best one of his, Riptide.
0: Riptide, when we had a flood of like helicopter movies for some, re- or yeah, shows Air, for some reason, yeah, Airwolf,
1: Riptide, Air Wolf. Riptide you know, had a-, a robot
0: in it, yeah, it did. <laughs> and uh, it was just, yeah, it was just gimmicky. Like Steven J. Cadell like, would write these gimmicky shows, and they were always like crime solving type shows. And Ted Speed and Brown Shoe is just, uh, uh, what's his name, Dr. Ian Malcolm uh shit <laughs> jeff goldblum jeff yeah, goldblum yeah. And, ben Ver- and ben vereen are like jeff goldblum for some reason is a private detective but he's very conservative and ben vereen is doing his best eddie murphy like he's doing yeah he's doing eddie murphy before Eddie Murphy, really? I guess because I think this is nineteen eighty or eighty one, mm-hmm. and Eddie Murphy isn't even on S, or he he is just now on SNL, because uh, he read eighty to eighty four, and it's just them solving crimes, acting, uh, and it's really like Psych before the TV show Psych. It's sure. kind of neat to watch because it looks kind of that formula, but it's like classic you know, seventies, uh, California and LA shots, you know, a lot of exteriors, a lot of car chases, you know, like Rockford files and shit like that. I love that. I love finding old shows like that, that I'd watched as a kid. And I was like, whatever happened to that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so I've, I've, watched a bunch of Gen X films. Oh boy. Uh, this morning I watched total recall.
0: Oh boy. That's great. One of the worst remakes. The remake of that is so fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, I don't want to even see that.
0: Uh, Yeah, uh, and the book is great, too.
1: I watched War Games.
0: Oh, God, I love that one. That's the one that got me into a lot of computer stuff. And I watched uh, Splash. (laughs) They printed my letter. They printed my letter.
1: (laughs) uh yeah yeah just just a fun film uh i I discovered splash had a sequel it's yeah yeah it's on disney yeah it was a disney thing uh uh, well it was touchstone but it's on disney plus and they cut out uh parts of it that well yeah because i
0: yeah, because uh,
1: there's a scene with uh, Daryl Hannah uh, at the Statue of Liberty, and you see the back shot of her nude, and you can see pubic hair. So they whoa. cut it out.
0: I'm just am not well, a fan of the pubic.
1: I kind of guess pubic not. Hair. I mean, come on. Uh, it's one thing to to cut out uh, Song of the South, but... Uh, uh,
0: uh, Hannah Pubes, come on! <laughs> um, I watched uh, a couple of movie documentaries that were on Tubi. Uh, the Wolfman's Got Nards, which is another Shane Black film. It's a huh. it, well, it's uh, from the Monster Squad. It's a documentary about the Monster Squad movie and fandom that has like kept that movie kind of like on the fringes of pop culture uh, since the since it came out. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's great because it's probably one of my favorite documentaries about movies and fans, uh, because you just see all these people who kind of connected with it at the time, even though it was like a huge flop. And the fact that they were still talking about it, like, you know, 40 years later, and how it affected the people who made the movie. And uh, I I just really loved it. I mean, it was just like uh, people who really dedicated to this. Uh, the other one was called Movie Hoarders, VHS to DVD and beyond. And it's mainly about like physical media collectors, huh. like people who have to have like versions of movies uh, like I do in in some respects. I collect steel books and I have VHS and DVD, and Blu-ray, 4K, uh, but like certain films only made it to like VHS. Right. And certain films are only available on DVD and uh so like uh, most of the cult films i look for are either have to be from a special outlet like shout factory or uh like i have some arrow video stuff like uh i have the stuff and dead in drive-in i love that, that uh, weird australian movie uh but yeah those were both pretty great i mean i would definitely say the wolfman's got nards is a way better documentary because you just had more passion in it than people who collect things
1: right right Yeah, that's kind of cool. So I uh, finished watching uh, uh, The Defenders. I had a good time with that.
0: Yeah, the Wu-Tang Clan played during their fight scene at the end. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it was a pretty fun show. And I started watching Daredevil.
0: Yes.
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. And I've been watching the show called This Fool that I told you about.
0: Yeah, I started that, but it was in Spanish and English, and I can't pay attention enough to read subtitles.
1: Uh, I, I, my Spanish is good enough, I don't need the subtitles. So, yeah. uh, And I grew up in, in that part of Los Angeles when I was a kid. So, oh, cool. So, uh, I... I still th- see things are recognized in that neighborhood, you know. So it's kind of fun. Uh, I also uh, um, I finished watching The Outlaws. Really, oh yeah, really great show, man. Just cool. just a lot. Hopefully they have a season three. They just season two just came out, and it was uh, pretty awesome. Uh Hopefully, yeah, yes, yeah, just pretty an awesome show. Uh So what else? Oh, and also, old boy,
0: yesterday. Hope oh, the original Korean. Good. That's so fuck it That's the best revenge film of all time. Yeah, pretty good film, man. And that—that's one you always want to show somebody who's never seen it, and just watch what they how they react throughout it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I had a good time watching it.
0: So, uh, just to make you feel old, I finished Stranger Things. <laughs> and uh, Shelby was telling me about her coworkers that are like in their 20s who uh-huh. finished Stranger Things. And they had never, they said, oh, there's like a guy that you're going to see in the show. He's going to be the costume for this Halloween. And and so uh, she figured that it was... Uh, this one character who's a metalhead. Yeah. <laughs> and and because they had never seen anyone like that. And to that it to them that was more like a costume than a person.
1: <laughs> well, it kind of was back then. We used yeah. to wear that costume. Everyone yeah. had the same costume. And <laughs> they're all like saying, Oh, all these uh the kickers, they were a costume and uh The preppies, oh, they were a costume, but the costume we wore was not a costume, you know?
0: Yeah, it was just, like, a blue jean jacket with metal bands on it, you know? Uh, I
1: I had a a Metallica patch on the back of my jean jacket.
0: Yeah, and then, uh, uh, like, he had, like, the high tops. I had high tops. And, uh and just blue jeans and the hair you had to have the hair to go with it. Uh,
1: I still have the hair. You still God, have the hair. For God's <laughs> sake. Yeah, I had the hair, I had the blue jeans, I had the black concert t-shirt and the jean jacket with the Metallica patch sewn on the back. And that was my uniform and I had the skull ring oh,
0: and that yes. I-
1: <laughs> And I had the chain wallet, and I had—I mean, come on, I was oh. a—I was a walking
0: uh, uh, cliche back then. <laughs> well, that was just the 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 clothing of the group of the. If you wanted to be known as a metalhead, you had to dress the bar.
1: Yeah, and I had the double pierced earring, and I had—you know—I had the diamond stud, and then the dangly. I mean, come on. Everybody. <laughs> I never got a tattoo, though. I never got one.
0: Yeah, that's true. Oh, Uh, uh the, the one piece of research that I, I, I loved finding was that this is the year that the worst host of SNL appeared on. Uh, do you know who the worst host, or do you have an opinion on who the worst host was of an uh, SNL? Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal, the, he was known as the worst host. He's yeah. been banned, and everybody from that season has a story about Steven Seagal. That's oh, what's yeah. so fucking
1: great. <laughs> yeah, I listen to uh, Dana Carvey and uh, um, what's his name, David uh, Spade. Yes, yeah, Sp- but they have a podcast, and they. All talk about, it. they're just uh, bringing in people from Siren out Live and talking to them about it. And it, almost every episode, somebody brings up Seagal. Man.
0: <laughs> That's so great that he's just he was just so terrible. Yeah, he was bad. Uh,
1: so, what else have you been watching?
0: Oh, uh, I caught up on She-Hulk. That show just, you know, it gets it, it's a sitcom, it's 30 minutes, it's like... It's fun. Yeah, it's just fun to watch, you know? Uh,
1: yeah, I, 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 I like saw... that they're
0: just doing different genres instead of like, you know, like I know that they're going to have Daredevil show up and he's like, you know, I saw the, the actor talking about it was more fun to kind of change tone and do a lighter show oh, and yeah. do all the dark shit that he has to do on Daredevil. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. It's just a fun show. All the people bitching about it. I mean, it's the same. Uh, 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 what do you call them? Uh, cis assholes.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: <laughs> I mean, come on, get over yourself. Bitch about She Hulk, bitch about the, the little black, black little murder. I mean, who. Oh, oh, you're an expert on mermaids?
0: <laughs> I mean, who the fuck has that much time to waste on that idea?
1: I have no idea, man. I really don't know. Uh, but uh, uh, so uh, uh, next week we're going to talk about 1992
0: and uh, you know what I'm going to watch. I don't know because I, I did not prep uh, for this one at all so what do you watch
1: okay uh, I, I didn't have access to it so I had to get a
0: Netflix DVD whoa whoa the commitment to the podcast
1: uh, Reservoir Dogs
0: oh yeah that's right greatness
1: which I saw in the theater me and my father went to go see it in the theater it was Quentin's first film uh i mean i love all quentin stuff and 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 this is my favorite quentin movie you know oh really Yeah. Yeah, i i really
0: loved i loved being in the theater for pulp fiction when it came out and realizing i had seen something that was so new and different was just going to change everything and then going oh wait there's a reservoir dogs movie i have to track down yeah and at the time you know you had to go look for a physical copy
1: Uh, So, I was in the theater in Plano for Pulp Fiction, and during the Travolta heroin scene, half the theater left. Oh, fuck. I I was laughing my ass off at people leaving. I was like, like, pussy, can't (laughs) look, actually look at fake drugs. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? Why don't you go thump your Bible somewhere else? I mean, it
0: was just hilarious, man. Oh fuck! I'm looking at 92, and I am not sure. I think I'm going to try to get a copy of Singles because that oh, okay. has a great fucking soundtrack, and uh, that's a real Gen X film. But I I saw Free Jack in the theater. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Mick Jagger Emilio is. Yeah. MS. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins is in this fucking movie. Yeah, uh,
1: it's a crazy fucking film, man.
0: Yeah, no. Uh there's quite a few out there. I'm not 100% sure, but maybe I'm going to lean on those two.
1: Oh, okay. Uh so we'll see you guys next week. I have to go get myself a shot.
0: Go get a shot, man. Be All safe. right.